swallow your pride There's nowhere to hide What would you decide when it's on the line? If it's do or die, would you compromise? Or would you stand through the storm and roll with the tide? Would you be the one to fight or the one to hide? You can never touch the sky, you don't try to fly Rocky roads, but we stayed unshakable Been through it all and we still unbreakable what is up, guys? Welcome to the Reborn Podcast. My name is Ashley Horner, and today we are joined by an awesome guest by the name of Brittany Lupton. Brittany is a mom, she's a wife, and she brings such a relatable, down-to-earth approach to health and fitness that emphasizes that there are no quick fixes to your fitness goals, but rather it's about creating a new lifestyle in order to achieve your goals. Now I sit down and I have a great one-on-one conversation with Brittany and we talk about um, the pressures of social media, the pressures of motherhood and um, keeping everything relevant and the, and the, the pressure and the stress that that can bring. Um, I'm really excited to bring her on and to share this awesome interview that I had with her to share that with you guys. So make sure if there is anything that you loved about the show, please share it. If you guys have any questions for me, as always, um, you can hit me up in the DMs at the Reborn Pod Instagram. Um, share it with your friends and your family. And thank you guys so much. Uh, thank you guys so much for being so supportive of the podcast. And let's bring on Brittany. Brittany, welcome to the Reborn Podcast. Hey, Brittany, welcome to the Reborn Podcast. It's super awesome to have you on the show. Where are you from? How do you pronounce your last name? It's pronounced Lupton. Lupton. Okay. Do you get a yeah. lot of like different variations? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like Lumpkin. <laughs> Lu- yeah. No no one ever knows how to do it. It's fine. It's yeah. totally cool. So yeah. L- Lumpkin. Yeah. Lumpkin is the Lumpkin. main one. I'm like, where's the K? Let me know. <laughs> so tell where are you from and tell kind of where are you based out of? Right now I'm living in Detroit, but my, uh, I grew up an army brat, so I have lived uh, everywhere. Okay. Very cool. What are some of the coolest places that you've lived? I was born in Germany and then my parents moved back out there when I was in college. So I'd got to go fly home, you know, to Germany. No big deal. It was so cool. Awesome. It was great. That's awesome. So yeah. did you, whenever you were going to college, were you going to college stateside then? You didn't do it. You didn't attend a university over in Germany. No, I mean, that would be cool, but yeah. Yeah. To be like a foreign exchange student or something over there. Well, what a really, really neat experience. What would you say would be like your favorite place that you've been? That's such a hard question to answer because I feel like when you move every year or every couple of Mm -hmm. years, you just got to love everywhere you are Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. while you're there. How was it growing up, like in the teens and getting into high school and having to move around? Did you find that it was hard connecting with with people? Yeah, I mean, it definitely was hard. I feel like I see the effects of it now more because it's hard for me to get really deep with people. Okay. Versus, you know, if you've lived somewhere for a while, you're used to having friendships to foster for a while and you grow old with these people and you like mm-hmm. have to reconcile things where if you move every year, you're always having to like put yourself out there. And when people are like, oh, you're just moving in another year. You're an army brat. Yeah. People don't really care to put their time or attention into you. So, you know. Yeah. So when did the, your love for fitness come about? 
it, all of this? For, was it with yeah. like, was it hard playing sports too? Like were you an athlete or could you even really get into sports? Yeah. Yeah, I could. It was definitely more challenging because ever it depends when you move, when the sports season is. Sometimes you miss tryouts, sometimes you don't. But I was able to do sports in high school. So that's kind of where it all started, I would say, which was really nice. So I did cheer, I did track because I moved so much. I did volleyball, I did basketball. I did golf even mm-hmm. one time. I, I feel like I've done it all, which is really fun being able to be active in those sports. But it wasn't until college until I really started to hit the gym and was like, okay, this is cool. Mm-hmm. And what was it? What was it about that time in your life that you decided to start lifting? So I think it became, it was first a social thing. So we'd go with a group of friends at the gym and it was just something we would do. There, and it would be like in the girls and the boys. <laughs> we worked out with boys, but some of them were like, one of them was married or a couple already. Mm-hmm. And then one was my friend's brother. So like <laughs> the group of guys we worked out with weren't appealing. Yeah. Gotcha. But I mean, yeah, no, I feel, I feel that, yeah. you know, you want to look good. I, I've always had the personality of, I want to be strong. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to ever be a wuss. Yeah. I just, yeah. I love feeling strong and confident. So I'm like, yeah, the weight's okay. Let's go. Like mm-hmm. I want to outlift everyone, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was just a cool social thing, really how it started and kind of getting me used to going to the gym, figuring out bodybuilding, you know, one-on-one supersets yeah. and what muscle groups to work together, where it was really cool. I ran some Spartan races in college and that was really fun to try something else. And it just kind of stuck part of the habits, right? It, it was a stress reliever for me in college. And it's just kind of continued to be a part of my life. Did you get any scrutiny? Go, you know, going from cheer and then wanting to be a girl that's in the gym, like lifting the iron. Was there any like, <laughs> was there any like any kind of like lashback or anything? Honestly, no, because my personality, I've always been a bro girl through and through. Mm-hmm. So even though I'm a cheerleader and I'm doing flips and stuff, you know, I'll still say things straight to your face, whatever I've got to say, you know? So I don't know, that kind of personality has always followed me. And I think because I've moved so much, I never got a lot of hate from like long-term friends of, Mm -hmm. oh, who are you trying to be? It's always, I've only known you for a year of Mm -hmm. my life, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's a a little bit of a different upbringing, you know? Definitely. Yeah. But I think like whenever you're moving so much, like you don't have a choice, right? Like you have to learn to put yourself out there. You know, yeah. you have to go into like these schools and like you have to meet new friends and you can either be like the girl that's sitting by herself with no friends or you can just, you have to be bold and you have to be confident and just put yourself out there. So what was your favorite sport that you played? I loved competitive cheer. Okay. It oh, just wow. came cool. really, yeah, that that was my favorite. I love stunting. So I was always the, one of the bases, the people on the bottom who just like throw the girls up. And again, nice. like I didn't realize until now, I'm like, it made me feel strong. I was shoulder pressing. I bet you were so strong. My, yeah. My <laughs> girl's body weight. I'm like, wow, where'd these shoulders come from? Okay. Yeah. Way back from high school. Just, you know, uh-huh. like this movement, that's a shoulder press that you're doing 24 seven when you're cheering. So I really enjoyed that. And I also loved track. Those two are probably my favorite. Did mm. you do any sports? I did. I was a bit, I was a big soccer player. So I did gymnastics, like was my found, I did dance and then gymnastics. And then, and then I got into soccer and I had to pick like, because gymnastics was starting to take a lot of your time. I'm sure how like dance and Mm -hmm. cheer did for you. And so it kind of got to the point where I had to pick one or the other. And so I chose soccer and soccer was, soccer was my sport. So, um, what were you studying in college? I did communication. I first started as a horticulture major. What is, which is, wait, what is that? <laughs> it's, 
it's like plants pretty much. So I wanted to be a landscape architect, the people who make, you know, the outside of a home's pretty. I was really into that, but the major crowd was not my vibe. Like I'd go to class and I wouldn't make any friends because mm. it's just like a little bit different. A lot of people were in there for like farming and stuff, which is cool, but I just couldn't relate to anybody. And <laughs> there wasn't a lot of people to talk to in the first place because it was all like plants and stuff where it's like, I, when I switched to communication, I'm like, oh, people are talking and like the energy's here. And it was really fun while I still love plants and right. landscape architect, you know, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It, it was fun. So I did communication, public relations and advertising. And I worked in an advertising agency for a while. Very cool. After grad. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about like your fitness philosophy. I want to get into that a little bit. And like, you know, you're going through college, all of a sudden this passion and this love for fitness kind of sprouted and you're like, wow, I just want to be strong and I want to lift and um how did like can you kind of fill in like where did where did where did everything that you have built and and everything that you are how did that kind of how did that transpire and and what inspired you to do that can you share a little bit about that yeah so back in 2018 I had been lifting for a while and I was like okay this is cool but I kind of want to start seeing some results, right? Like the gym was always a part of my life. It's something me and my husband would do together. It was just, again, a kind of a social thing, something that was part of our lifestyle. But as I want to take this to the next notch, because I feel like I'm really strong in the gym, but physically I want to be able to see all the hard work I've put in. So I started really honing in on, you know, what exactly am I doing? And really focused on nutrition, became a certified personal trainer. And at that same time, I started posting online, all my workouts and everything, because it's something I loved and it's something I did every day. So I was like, why not share it? And I got pretty great results. And I was like, this is cool that you can actually set out for a goal, put in the work and get the reward. No, let me, let me ask you a question. Did you already have like your goal in mind? Like what you, like, what is, was it like a weight? Was it like a body transformation? Was it like a number on the scale? What was your, whenever you say like you reached your goal and you saw your, like, what was that goal? (laughs) Okay. That's actually such a good question because I'm just now realizing it was literally shoulder definition. (laughs) I think it would have already <laughs> had that because of the girls you've been tossing around. What? If, well, we're just learning about my love of shoulders on this episode, I guess. But yeah, I was, I, dude, I've always felt that like if a, if you could see a girl's shoulders, like you know she works out. Yeah. So I just always wanted that cap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so once I saw that, I was like, okay, cool. Like we made it. Of all things, not like <laughs> squatting enough, not deadlifting. Of course, I have strength goals. Like, yeah. you know, now it's shoulder pressing 45s and everything. Like, I've hit that and all this stuff. Like, I love lifting heavy and mm-hmm. numbers. But honestly, initially, it really was the shoulders. Just any type of muscle definition. So, like, I guess leaning out, yeah. kind of doing a first cut. But, yeah. So, yeah. How, how did you... So, how did we get to the bolder shoulders then? You know, like, how... Like, whenever you're like, this is my goal. Like, I want to see my nice shoulders. Which is... I feel that. Like... I, it's funny, but that is so true. Like I, so I'm five weeks out from a competition. I'm going to do a show and I like probably two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I was like looking at my body. I was like, man, like I really want to see more shoulders and you know, girls, same thing. I've been going in like four times a week, like hitting the delts a little bit more. So I feel you on that. Like there's, there is something like very just strong and like empowering seeing and feeling just like nice, strong shoulders. 
Um, yeah. But how, like, can you share, like, is that when it clicked? Like, did you were like, wow, this is a system that works and how to like reach your goals? Or were you like, I don't even know what happened or like how I actually got there. Like I got to back up and like, see how that happened. How was that process? And how have you implemented what you learned through, um, self-discovery with yourself? Like, how have you implemented that into everything that you're doing now and the workouts that you're putting out to your community to also achieve those goals? Yeah, I think what you said is awesome of self-discovery because I think everybody has to kind of just start and see what works for them, what's not going to work, what are their interests, everything to be able to see what's going to stick. Because at the end of the day, it's about consistency. What are you going to be able to continuously do? What are you putting in your lifestyle? So for me, yeah, as soon as I started seeing results, I was like, oh my gosh, this actually works. I can actually do this calculating I didn't calculate. I first started calculating macros. I only mm. did that for a month just to see, okay, what was I actually consuming? Okay, where can I improve? I don't have the time or patience yeah. to do macros. Same. So I was just kind of a little bit more conscious about, okay, lean proteins and oh, this is this makes me feel good, et cetera. And it took me a little longer because I'm not super calculated and I just didn't. I really just enjoyed the process, which Mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. probably hard for some people, but I just enjoyed all of it. So I wasn't rushed or anything, but I feel like everything I did initially has continuously stuck with me of just finding an exercise routine. It's so simple. It's not easy, but it is simple of what type of exercise do you like and prioritize whole nutrient dense foods. If you want to gain muscle mass, eat a little bit more, focus on good protein, always try to, of course, prioritize whole nutrient foods, but all things in moderation. And then if you're trying to lean out a little bit, slowly go in a deficit and then reverse, reverse back. So. This episode of Reborn is brought to you by BetterHelp, a really cool and convenient platform for online professional therapy. Look, guys, I don't know about I don't know about you guys, but I know in the past I have gotten so stuck just focusing on a problem um, instead of the solution. Right when we're hit with life's obstacles, and I mean, there's been a lot of changes that have happened over the last two years. Right, like. That's just facts. And I have had to do a lot of quote unquote problem solving. Um, Not only just like in my personal life of things changing with kids' schools, the stress of that. Are they in? Are they out? Do we switch schools? Public, private. Um, But also changing the business, like how business operates and and the challenges of, of the problems that come up. Look, I know that it it can be tough to train your brain to stay in the problem-solving mode when you're faced with a challenge in life. But when you learn to learn how to find your own solutions to not just get stuck in like I'm just solving like a problem, the same problem, it's because you're not changing the solution. You have to you have to find your own solution to be able to solve that. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
there's really no better feeling. And with BetterHelp, a therapist is actually available to help you to become a better problem solver, making it easier for you to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or how small. And look, guys, I, I want everybody to know here that um, if if you need to unload stress, if you, if you need healing, um, if, if, if this can help with anxiety or depression, talk to somebody, talk to somebody. And these programs like BetterHelp is an online platform that is so convenient for you. Um, if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. You can get matched with a therapist after filling out just a brief survey. survey. And if you don't like the therapist that they matched you with, you can switch at any time. Um, so if you guys want to be better problem solvers and, and really start finding solutions, therapy can help you get there. Visit betterhelp.com slash reborn today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash reborn. All right, back to the show. So how has your, um, how has your journey been? Because you're a mother as well. Yes. How many kiddos do you have? I just have one. You have you're one a mom kid. too, right? Yes. I have three boys. Yeah. So, um, so how has that journey been with like motherhood and going through your first pregnancy? I'm sure I know that's always, it's gotta be, I mean, I, it's always terrifying for me. Like, even though I've done it like three times, it's like, all right, am I going to lose my body this time? Am I going to get mm -hmm. it back? You know, and you have to like mentally, you know, I think like after you've been in this for a while, you have to be like, okay, you have to trust the process and enjoy. I absolutely love being pregnant. Like I love being pregnant, had great pregnancies, but you have to be like, okay, like we're going to do this and we're going to go through this transformation of having yeah. a baby together. And then it's, then it's the process of like kind of getting yourself back and getting your getting your life back. How was that for you? Did you experience baby blues? Was the weight difficult? Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. The first thing I did mentally, because it is hard, of course you're thinking, okay, what's going to happen to my body, especially when a, this is your job. B you love to work out. Everybody thinks that mm -hmm. whether you're into fitness or not, mm -hmm. everybody's going to wonder what's going to happen to them. Health risks, everything's going through mm -hmm. your mind. Mm -hmm. But I, really try to set myself up for success mentally by going into it, even though I feel like mentally it was harder than physically mm -hmm, for me, mm -hmm. you know, of course, seeing all the changes, but that it's going to take me nine to 10 months to grow a baby. I'm giving myself at least that mm -hmm. before I put any kind of pressure on myself mm -hmm. about what I look like, about really stressing about trying to get back or anything. Like I'm just going to try my best mm -hmm. and then start putting on the pressure when I can mentally take it. Mm -hmm. Cause mm -hmm. yeah, totally had baby blues after. Mm -hmm. So I was not trying to focus on weight loss or anything. It's, it's survival yeah, with your first, survival. like genuinely, I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. I have no idea. My body is not mine. You know, it hasn't been for the past nine to 10 months. It's not my body. It, yeah. I'm sharing it with someone. Then I give birth. I'm trying to heal yeah. inside emotionally your hormones are everywhere. It's a total new experience. So I really just try to give myself a lot of patience during that time. Mm -hmm. And I tried to hold on to that mindset of, okay, I have time. It's going to be okay. And of course I've tried my best to maintain the habits that I had yeah. all along. Right. Mm -hmm. But it was, it's tough. It, it is. is. Yeah. It it's is. rewarding, but it's tough. Yeah. 
Yeah, there is. Um, I, I'll, I'll never forget. I've had all three C-sections. And with my last one that I had, like, I swear this happens every single time. But I was like, you know, you feel good after you don't have the baby inside of you anymore, right? Like, you're not yeah. carrying, like, you're not carrying yeah. a child. And so you're like, wow, I feel so good. I feel so light. And then when when I was first cleared to go run, I took off running down the beach. Yes. And I was like, <laughs> I probably got, like, like not even like 50 steps and I had to stop and walk. And I just, I wanted to cry because I was like, I yeah. am never going to get back again. And I think that was probably like what, four to six weeks. I think I got cleared a little bit early from my C-section. Um, but we put, we have so much pressure on ourselves and we put so much pressure on ourselves as mothers and especially mothers who are already in the fitness industry. And, you know, you're, you know, for the, for the first time, like before, before, you know, my generation, that was never publicized, right? Like women no. would just have babies. It wasn't like, oh, let's see their progress. And like, let's see, like, are they getting back in shape or like, you know, it's almost like they're just waiting, you know, and, and it can be, it yes. can be at times it can feel, and it can, it can feel like a lot of pressure and it, it can be difficult. It can really be difficult at times. Yeah. I definitely feel felt like, oh, I know some people are watching just to see if I'm going to do it mm -hmm. and then laugh at me as mm -hmm. I can. Mm -hmm. but oh, that's for a, sure. But that's fine. You got to use that as fuel. You know, it's like oh, you, oh, use, you use that you use the hate, the haters out there to be like, okay, like watch me now. I you swear know? the haters fueled this <laughs> body because I got so much hate you did. when I Why? I was pregnant. I think it's because my page was just blowing up. So I was like, oh my gosh, this new creator, what's going on? Like, you know, it was literally, I gained like 200,000 followers in like three months. Oh my so, gosh. And as soon as I hit that in April and May, I announced I was pregnant. So people were heated. They were so mad about it. Why? Oh, another because one bites they... the dust. Oh, yeah, I really? think just because it's like this excitement. Yeah, oh. people were just kind of like, oh, there goes your body. There goes your career. Yeah. There goes, yeah. you know, and I wow. was like, oh man, it kind of knocked, it knocked me pretty, pretty hard. Well, I bet it did. I'm not even going to lie because I'm so excited about this. And then people are like, Wow. So how did, how did you deal with that? Oh, I for sure was depressed for yeah. quite a while. For sure. It was, it was a really hard time because it's something you're so excited about. And you know, when you're new in the social media space, you're like, yeah, I'm going to share everything. And mm -hmm. then when you share something that's so personal and then it's not taken well, and you know why people follow you is also going to change. It's like, oh, how do you not get in your head about that? Yeah. So it was it's, definitely tough. It's tough to be living and, and working in a space where you have to be so vulnerable. You want to be vulnerable, right? Because you always want to be real and open and share things with other women or, you know, women probably in your same circumstance, having a baby for the first time. Yeah. And whenever we open ourselves up and we are vulnerable, that unfortunately it opens up a lot of hate and, and, you know, cruelty that just, and it's all the key, uh, what are they called? Uh, ninja, uh, keyboard ninja warriors. Oh yeah. Coming at you. <laughs> so, um, so did that, did you think that, you know, kind of going through that and hearing, you know, getting that backlash of, you know, announcing that you're pregnant, did it affect like how you ate in your pregnancy? Were you, um, overly like self-conscious about like gaining weight? Um, I was definitely conscious about it, but I wasn't, I wouldn't say I went, I really changed much at all mm -hmm. because I really don't want anybody's opinion. Yeah. Good. to ever change or affect anything I'm going to do. Like, Good. why would I? But I was conscious to make sure I was feeding, you know, the baby properly, mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. I knew I was going to gain weight. And I 
didn't really care because mm-hmm. I knew that going into it, like my decision to have a child, me and my husband, because yeah, we wanted right. one, we were trying for one, which a lot of people still don't understand. But that's <laughs> fine, dude. No one has, you don't have to have a kid if you don't want one. Like, I don't care. Don't have a kid, but some of us want some. So that's fine. Um, and yeah, I was definitely trying to still maintain the healthy habits, but yeah, I didn't want to change anything for who I was. I went for a week without going to the gym and I was like, yeah, I'm tired. I'm not going to the gym mm-hmm. today. Like, mm-hmm. no, it helped keep me accountable having a social media platform, I think. Cause yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, like, sharing, like sharing let's do this. That. Let's show, yeah, let's show up for yeah. ourselves. And I think it really helped me, but it also helped a lot of other people mm-hmm. who are going through the same thing. And I get a lot of messages of, you know, our sons are pretty much the same age. Yeah, yeah. I love, yeah. you know, and it's so cool. I was able to get an entirely new crowd of people mm-hmm. who were going through the same thing because I know before I got pregnant, those thoughts of, oh, what's going to happen came into my head. And I was like, I wish I just, I wish there was somebody out there who's going through this right before me mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. that I can look to and know, mm-hmm. oh, everything's going to be okay or mm-hmm. it can be done. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, there's not a lot of people in the fitness space who have, children. Why? Because our jobs are based on our bodies. What happens when you become pregnant? Mm -hmm. You've got a year to two years of kind of being out of that. And a lot of people don't want to take that sacrifice, which I totally get and I totally respect. But I was like, man, if I could just see somebody go through that before me, it would help me. And I did. There were a couple of people that I was like, this is cool. Mm -hmm. And it helped encourage me. So Awesome. So tell us about your training programs, what you have going on. So you have this yeah. awesome platform. You're sharing your life of motherhood, of fitness. Um, talk to me a little bit about like your training programs. You have an app. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell, yeah, me so about, tell me about that. Yeah. So I've got an app and I've got five programs right now. So I have, I just did an at home, which is a dumbbell only. Nice. Program. Yeah. Trying to, trying to help. Cause even if you're shy in the gym, mm-hmm. you can grab a pair of dumbbells, go in a corner, crank out these workouts and they're great. Or if you're at home, that works. I have a core program that I just finished. That's six weeks, which is so helpful. Always trying to heal the core, especially after postpartum. And your strength for core goes through everything. And then I've got a glutes program for just the dumpy, which we love. Yeah. Three three lower bodies full of compounds and then two upper body days in that one. And then we've got a beginner gym and an advanced gym. Awesome. So those are the five we've got right now. Very cool. Where Where can people find all of this at? That's over on, it's on the playbook app, but you normally just sign up through, there's like a link in my Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all of that. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. So what do you have going on now? Like what's coming up next for you? Oh, I mean, I have a long list of probably 20 different programs and things I want to do. And Mm -hmm. it basically comes from whatever people needing or requesting. I'd love to do a mobility program. I want to get that one up in the beginning of the new mm-hmm. year because I think mm-hmm. that's awesome. Helping people get their first pull up, even mm-hmm. simple things like that. Mm-hmm. And I want to do a big strength-based program too. Awesome. Very cool. What is your website and your social media handles for the for the listeners? Yeah. So my website's brittanylupton.com and then social on Instagram is at underscore Brittany Lupton. Awesome. YouTube, it's just Brittany Lupton. TikTok, it's just Brittany Lupton. Very cool. Are you mainly on Facebook, TikTok, or uh, Instagram? What are you main? <laughs> what is like your big channel? Facebook. I'm just I kidding. know. Jeez. I, no, ah, I feel like man. I shouldn't say that. What's Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Okay, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I feel <laughs> like I really like to spread through all of them, Instagram, 
TikTok, YouTube. Do you put different, con- do you put different content on TikTok compared to Instagram? Yes. Yes, I do. Do you think it's I important just to do that? Or you do it because you're like, I don't want to do the same thing on TikTok as I'm the, doing The <laughs> lover of a creator, I just can't. Every once in a while, if if I liked a TikTok, I'll put it on Instagram. But I just, I just don't like that. Which do you like better, like Instagram or TikTok? I like both for different reasons. TikTok Why? is just random. And it's, it's very chill and low key. I love the way Instagram used to be without reels. I think reels are awesome sometimes, yeah. but I'm like, whenever I go on Instagram and it's just filled with reels, I'm like, right. That's kind of like, like what t- that was like TikToks. Like, yeah, it's know? like, no, but it's like lagged yeah. by six months. I'm like, oh, I watched these TikToks last year. Yeah, why exactly. am I, why, right. why, why are, are these now? trends now right. coming to exactly. no? Like it's yeah. so cringe. That's mm. just my opinion though. Gotcha. Well, yeah. go check out your, her, her TikTok guys. What was your TikTok again? Brittany Lupton. Brittany Lupton. Go check out her TikTok. Find her on Instagram. Get her training programs. And it was certainly a pleasure getting to know you and um, um, just going through the stages of life. And it really is a journey. We put so much pressure on ourselves. I actually had my kids first before um, I had my, I had two boys first and then I started my career. So I did it backwards. I did it backwards then like what most people do. And then, and then I had another one. So, um, I totally feel you on all of that. And I think that, you know, everything that you're, that you've said and like sharing your journey, it's so relatable to so many moms. So thanks for coming on the reborn show today and sharing so much and sharing your journey and just being vulnerable and open to us. So thanks again, girl. Is there anything else that you want to say to the listeners? No, I hope you have a good day. If you're listening, drink your water. Drink your water. That's right. A gallon a day. (laughs) All right, Brittany, have a good one. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Bye. Thank you guys so much for joining Brittany and I today on the Reborn Podcast. If you got anything at all from the show, please share it. Hit me up in the DMs at the Reborn Pod. Tag me, tag the Reborn Pod. Let me know what you think. Go support Brittany and encourage her through uh, this journey and the life of motherhood because we all know if you've been there, there is absolutely no manual for it. Uh, thank you guys again so much for joining me on today's podcast with Ironclad Network. I'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Swallow your pride. There's nowhere to hide. What would you decide when it's on the line? Would you do or die? Would you compromise? Or would you stand through the storm and roll with the tide? Would you be the one to fight or the one to hide? You can never touch the sky you don't try to fly. Rocky roads, but we stayed unshakable. Been through it all and we still unbreakable.